yeah, not seeing my self-worth and like, you know, my mom's always like telling me I'm pretty and like, you know, if you want braces, cool. If you don't want braces, cool. Well, you know, like, how am I going to be loved if, you know, I don't see myself as pretty. People don't see me as pretty. That isn't in the picture per se. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, all that is like going through my mind. You making that decision to like, you know, be a better person and to change, like that made me a better person. Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to This Is Real with yours truly, Pastor Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. And I'm Stephanie Martinez. Rave, welcome back to another show, you guys. And We're so is, glad This is here. exciting because, you know, every time we, we have shows, we have all different kinds of people. And um, today we have a special, special guest uh, <laughs> in the studio. Yep. Um, and, you know, I, I love the fact that uh, we usually have like very seasoned Christians yeah. or in the middle and sometimes we new Christians mm -hmm. because I, I love the process of things and sometimes I believe we don't hear from them enough to yeah. really know you know what's going on so today yeah. uh, you want to introduce what kind of uh, okay. what, what who would you describe our guest as you know we have a young lady here in the studio who's, huh. you know, <laughs> uh, trailblazing her relationship with the Lord you know overcome a few obstacles you know refound yes, totally you know, I, would, I would say new relationships and family <laughs> right <laughs> I would say her dad must have been brilliant Oh, Handsome. okay, all right, all right. <laughs> look, look, let me introduce her. Um, she would be beautiful, smart, obviously my little princess, who now is an adult. Mm -hmm. uh, my daughter, Nina. Hey. Welcome, Nina. I like your shirt. Thanks. Be, be kind. kind. Yeah. Always. <laughs> Always. All so, right, so for those who don't know, this is Nina Martinez. Nina, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are, how old are you, you know, what do you like to do, all that kind of stuff. Well, um, my name is Nina. Uh, I am 27 years old. Yep. I um, work at, um, I guess like you could say I work at the office. Uh, okay. I really enjoy like uh, face stuff and like popping pimples. And <laughs> <all>. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. If you heard is, any of uh, uh, Pastor Juan's traveling messages, you know, yeah. he does the intro. Of, like, well, here she is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're yep. Yeah. And so, um, so how would you consider your life now? Like today? Like how's your life oh man <laughs> I might start crying my life is truly amazing like I don't think I've ever been this happy this determined this focused mm. this excited about yeah. uh, my future and cool. like everything Super. that's coming with it so really good so you believe in the being kind you always have a big smile they always say yeah. and uh, you're very happy about your life okay that's dope um, now we want to know uh, what it was like for you growing up now you know I am in this story <laughs> you know <laughs> it's not how this turns out yeah. so and I'm okay with it because I feel like people so don't hold back yeah. I, need, I need you know I need it to be real and raw yeah because right? uh, some people listening are going to relate to your story you know what you've gone through and what you experienced um, and maybe not, you know, maybe this is someone's first time listening and they have no clue who, you yeah. know, Juan Martinez is. And, and See, my yourself, son in the studio, and he's you know? like, I'm not going to hold back. I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> so give us a Feelings. little bit of, of, you know, what your life was like before, what your upbringing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So who were you as a little girl? So um, I was still this smiley as a little girl, surprisingly. Yep. Um, uh, dry, too. You're very dry, but go ahead. Oh, yes. <laughs> that dry. Is, you've overcome that, but go ahead. Not in personality, <laughs> just in skin. <laughs> <laughs> just in skin. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've always been really happy. Um, if you don't know, like, our testimony or my dad's testimony, um, he 
wasn't around or in the picture. Mm -hmm. um, it's crazy because when I was thinking about like growing up and everything and really like placing myself there again, my first memory um, is my mom, I had to be like three years old or something. My mom had waken me up from a nap yeah. and you guys were arguing. And um, basically she just like really quick, hey, you want pizza and do you want your dad to stick around? And that's the, the first memory I think. What I a sentence, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um, definitely threw me off guard and I feel like I've always been pretty protective of my mom. Um, I don't want her to, you know, She's my mom. Like, I don't want yeah. her to... You love your mom. Yeah, I love yeah. my mom. Um, yeah. This so is just the testimony. So this is, you know, I believe you honor your mom, you love your mom, you respect your mom. But this is just your story and how you see it from your eyes. Yeah, it's yeah. a good thing. So, um, so I told her I wanted you to leave and, you know, sure, it I'll was take the you, <laughs> Yeah, so that, and then you kind of disappeared. There was a few instances where yeah. I remember you um, coming into the picture, but... Yeah. Uh, she was For the very most part your home life you know it was just you and your mom or yeah. me and my mom like? uh, my stepdad came into the picture when I was close to five um, so I did have like a quote-unquote father figure mm -hmm. um, yeah. mm -hmm. raising me uh, and I mean it I didn't have a bad like childhood uh, my parents at the time were in the picture uh, my grandma she raised me so I had her uh, to you know, lean on whenever my mom was working a lot and whenever he was working a lot. So I had, um, you know, family per yeah. se. Did you have a relationship with Christ then? No. Um, okay. So I went, my mom took me to church uh, when we lived in Miami for a brief period of time and I loved it. Um, but when we moved, uh, we didn't go to church again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. so what then, you know, that's childhood. So you've got somewhat of a family unit going on and then um you know what what does your your upbringing now look like because everyone faces you know all going into middle school or going to high school yeah. you know what does your environment look like and what kind of starts shaping you as a young young woman yeah mm. uh so when i moved i was in fifth grade uh and i got picked on pretty bad okay. um oh wow how old are you then Mm, I had to be fifth grade, fifth grade. Like, fifth grade. Uh, ten. I don't know. Ten. ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so ten years old. Yeah. So um, obviously I'm trying to make friends. It's a new area and stuff. And man, they would tease me so bad because of my teeth. Mm. Okay. Uh, so I had a really bad overbite. You know. Yeah. Um, gap tooth. Uh, and they just loved talking about that. So yeah. <laughs> uh, got picked on a lot. Just wanted to make friends. Um, it was really hard for me. Um, until I switched schools and got braces. Um, and then, you know, it lightened up. I was very sociable, so I was able to make friends after that. Um, yeah. But it was pretty rough with all the bullying and so not, seeing, yeah, not seeing my self-worth. And, like, you know, my mom's always, like, telling me I'm pretty. And, like, you know, if you want braces, cool. If you don't want braces, cool. But, uh, you know, nobody really saw me in a way of, like, beauty or pretty or anything yeah. so to the world standards right to the world standards so mm -hmm. that was really rough for me I'm like well you know like how am I gonna be loved if you know I don't see myself as pretty people don't see me as pretty that mm -hmm. isn't in the picture per se mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you know all that is like going through my mind yeah wow. so you're 10 yeah. yeah what happens now boom you're hitting 13 yeah because then right. everyone turns into you know hits puberty turns into you know boyfriend girlfriend all that kind of stuff yeah, and what, happens? what does that 
now with that mentality that you have, you know, uh, going into, I guess, your teenage years, you know, how does that affect you there? So I don't feel like I really hit puberty until later. Um, you know, my uh, friends were really developed and, um, yeah, I just wasn't really, I was very innocent, very, you know, naive, uh, not in the same development as other young ladies. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that was just really um, rough, I guess, trying to figure out um, my place in, like, friends. And yeah, because at this moment, what I'm hearing is you don't fit in at all. Mm -hmm. In your mind, you're yeah. like, I don't fit in because I don't look like the girls that are around me. I don't, you know, I don't feel beautiful. I'm ugly, right, in a yeah. sense, it, yeah. to your own perspective, right? Everybody else, your mom's like, you're beautiful, mm -hmm. right? And even my mom, uh, you know, it's funny because all my friends saw my mom as beautiful and not me. So it yeah. would always be like, oh, Nina's mom, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and I was just, you know. Hey, Nina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, hey. Yeah, so, you know, that plays a big part, too, because I'm like, dang, like, so you're 13, you're about to go into high school now. Hey, and these moments, were there ever moments where you just live in life or were there ever moments where you were like, you, like, where, where'd you think, because your dad's not in the picture. Mm -hmm. Did you ever think like, you know, where's my dad? Or like, were you just like focused forward or did you ever have moments like that? Um, yes. So I had a lot of moments where I just, you know, I, I wanted the family dynamic like, Yes, my stepdad was in the picture, and that yeah. was great, but still not my dad. Yeah, totally you know? get it. Like, I, I want, I, all my friends had their parents in the picture, and they, they were living these great lives, and I wanted that. I, yeah. I wanted, you know, to come home and, like, have all these growing up memories and stuff, and I didn't have nothing to reflect on. Yeah. <clears throat> so it seems like there's a, a few, um, what you would call kind of, like, empty empty spaces, right, in your life, right? You're not getting you know, um, validation from, you know, beauty standards. You have an empty space of, like, a father not being present. Voids, um, yeah, voids. Voids, right? And so what What would you say in high school years, right? What happens right? in high school? What happens? Do you start trying to fill those voids with anything? You know, sometimes people go to relationships, sex, you know, alcohol, all sorts of different things, depending on also, like, did where you, your environment uh, is, you know? Or did because you maybe stay, you, like, you innocent, saw it. You know? Maybe you saw it in that moment, but maybe you didn't see it, you know? So in that moment now, what would you say was, like, something that you would turn to? Uh, for sure relationships. Mm -hmm. So I started, started looking for love. Started looking for love in all the wrong, wrong places. places. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so you're looking for guys because realistically, yeah. you're probably looking for somebody to tell you that you're beautiful mm -hmm. and that all the things that you feel this void in, right? Absolutely. So you're in high school, what freshman, sophomore? Uh, freshman. Yeah. yeah. So uh, definitely started dating um, uh, behind my mom's back because she didn't even really want me to be dating like that. Sure. Um, mm -hmm. Sure. So started just all these little tiny relationships which realistically like weren't doing me any good either yeah mm -hmm. um it's not what i wanted and they weren't giving me what i wanted uh, yeah what so, are some of the examples of relationships that you have since you mentioned you you know you weren't raised in church or anything like that and so then you you kind of open your eyes to it a little bit later than you would say your friends right and so when you say because you know we talk to kids a lot and you're just like oh we're we're dating you know and i'm just like where are y'all going date oh, we hold hands in the hallway that ain't you know <laughs> i'm not yeah, really dating yeah. but what 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 did relationships look like to you um what were yeah. some of the models that you had for relationships and then do you feel like you kind of like uh exemplified those or, or what did that look like um 
I definitely don't think I had any models on um, relationships. Uh, relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like in school or at home. Because everything uh, on your growing up, like, so you're seeing, are you seeing like a lot of arguing, a lot of fighting, like? Um, behind closed doors. Totally. So every, like, we were great, but, uh, you know, my, in the most honoring way like my mom like hit a lot so anything that I heard or arguments and stuff it was never in front of me it was always mm-hmm. behind closed mm-hmm. doors so you never really learned how to communicate yeah. never learned how to communicate um, or I just didn't know what that was it was yeah a German in our household you know like yeah you're good the next day you know and the thing mm-hmm. about parenting and all that like there's not really like a step three step four step five you know like mm-hmm. you try to do the best that you can according to even what your perspective is yeah. in parent yeah. you're gonna say yeah, because so. a lot of parents i mean your mom's not the only one a lot of parents think that okay well the kids can't know they don't oh, totally. and so well, that's we're just gonna learn. fight behind closed doors or we're just gonna you know pretend everything's okay and more often than not the child yeah. is aware right you either hear it or you can kind of sense and tell oh, yeah, totally, you know totally. so in in their mind they're thinking well we're doing the the right thing because we're not arguing or fighting in front of totally of that, them, they think they're know? doing the right thing but they're reproducing Absolutely. you're right, still reproducing right. and so then goes to the question you know that you didn't see anything right so now you're you're off and you're dating in high school and doing whatever and, and all the guy gotta tell you then is girl you look good <laughs> yeah that's it realistically that's it. think about it all he has to say because you have this large void mm-hmm. the guy all he has to say to you is wow you're beautiful yeah and he's got me <laughs> <laughs> not no more yeah. though hey look, look, no, we're good. you know so yeah. what happens so um uh a big turning point in my life was um, my sophomore year. Uh, my mom transferred schools from me, uh, which all my friends that I knew and all anything that I knew was at the school I was. Yeah. So um, this school was supposedly better and, um, you know, an A school. But realistically, that's when everything started going downhill because uh, I just was more farther away from home. Um, you know, my mother thought she was doing the best for me, putting me in a better school, but mm-hmm. that's not what I wanted. So I guess I acted out on that. So more bad, more yeah. bad relationships. My school went down. Like mm. I just everything went into chaos. What do you call chaos? Um, well, skipping school. Um, I smoked for the first time. Uh, uh, smoked uh, marijuana. Yes, sir. Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Blunt it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, so. That's started So now happening. you're smoking. Now you're doing drugs. Yup. And I started dating somebody older. Um, he was a senior and I was a sophomore. Older mm-hmm. man. Older man. Yep. So, um, you know, that that is, it just wasn't good because I was definitely innocent. I was trying to look for love. And, um, I mean, I wasn't in the same age bracket. So I was just being catapulted into this environment that I was not used to. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, so... That was definitely a big, um, a big changing point in my life. Mm-hmm. Did you feel in that moment that it was chaos, or was everything kind of like normal to you? Like, oh, this is cool. What's, hey, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. now we look back it. at it and we're like chaos. But at that point, did you think that, or were well, you like, yeah, this like, is my dude. He's thought, older. Oh yeah. For the first do? time, I'm like, <laughs> oh man, I got an older guy. All of my friends were dating people that were I'm in the same beautiful. age. Yeah, I'm, I'm I got hot. it made. I got it made. I'm in AP classes dating a senior boy, uh, you know, Come on, I got it made, now. I got it made, I got yeah. it made. I'm half a teacher. Wow, <laughs> you're wilding out. Yeah, and um, and even when my mom grounded me for the that whole year, I was grounded. <laughs> the whole year. <laughs> Whoa. And I still 
act it out. Yeah, you still act it out. Because oh, the yeah. older guy was like, it's going to be fine. Oh, yeah. It's We're going to be, be together. Mm-hmm. Until he wasn't around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, which also goes, you know, everybody always leaving me. That was another big thing. Because, mm. um, you know, if I didn't give them what they wanted per se, you know, okay, well, on to mm. the next one, on to the next one. I just want to be loved, you know? I just now want a relationship. Mm-hmm. Wow, now you have abandonment issues. You you keep thinking that they're leaving you because of you. Yeah, like rejection started to play a big part in my mind and um, just who I was becoming because I'm like, man, well, who do I have to be? What do I have to do for people to want to be in my life? Mm. Wow. So that becomes like your driving motivation basically Mm -hmm. right so now it's kind of wild because i think about stuff and i'm like belief drives behavior so Mm -hmm. her belief is it doesn't matter if it's toxic i'm going to do whatever i need to do to keep you there Mm -hmm. you know whether it doesn't matter who it is every relationship after that is motivated by a i'll do whatever i need to do whether it Mm -hmm. was uh destructive toxic right i mean my yeah you're nailing it Nailing it. Come on. So in high school, you know, that's a it's a big change for everyone, right? And so let's talk, you know, senior year, graduating, all that kind of stuff. What are your plans? What are your plans for life? What are your plans, you know, um, whether it's career wise or, you know, personal wise, like everyone thinks eighteen, you know, maybe I'm I'm leaving the house or whatever. What did that look like for you? Um, so actually my senior year is when my life like exploded. Exploded. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, my mom and my stepdad ended up separating uh, end of junior going into senior year. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, And, I mean, everything just crumbled. Uh, Now I didn't have the family dynamic. So now he leaves too. He Mm. leaves too, yeah. And, I mean, respectively, looking at it now, like, you know, he, he was a grown man. He needed to look out for himself too. All due respect. Um, yeah. Like he needed to figure his life out. Yeah. And um and I mean my mom she just checked out, so um, it was like uh, you know I had to like fend for myself at that point. I had to figure it out and thank God I had my grandma to um you know she she was like my guardian angel yeah. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, she helped me through a lot of that. She's actually who got me here, mm. um to Texas. She helped me get the ticket and pushed me to come out here. Mm. So why, when, why, when, why Texas? Because yeah. you were yeah, in what? Florida at this time. Your family dynamic is gone. Um, dad's not in your life. Mm-hmm. What, what? Did you? Yeah, what, because did you? I know what I'm, I'm playing. <laughs> they don't that. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so when, when do you, have you talked to your dad yet? Okay, so um, I started building a relationship with my dad. Okay. Um, 2011 uh, was when I met you for the first mm. time. It was in an airport. Uh, I was looking at the pictures and uh, I was actually going to California to go meet some family and you drove like over an hour to come see me. Mm. And um, that was the first time we met. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> How old were you then? Oh man, um, 2011. So I graduated 2013, I was so 17. Like so, so like, yeah, 15, 15, 16. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first time I met my dad. Wow, after mm. all that time. And yeah. then what happens? So um, hold on, hold on, because you meet your dad and he's not who you think he was. Am I right? Let's let's go to a break. We'll be right back with Nina as she Stick continues around. the story.
Okay, okay, okay. So I meet you at an airport, and then what? So you meet me at an airport. Um, what happens after that? So we start building a relationship. Yeah. Um, I remember we like, well, it wasn't FaceTime. It was like <laughs> Skype or something. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> Skype or something. <laughs> we used to uh, Skype, and um, and you made me the one promise that um, I mean, you've made kept many promises now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. At but that, back then, yeah. At that point, I was batting zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. So um, at that point in time. <gasps> Uh, it was two years before I graduated, and I said, you know, I really don't care about like the past. I just, yeah. I just ask that you please like come to my graduation. I just want you to see me do that one accomplishment in life. So yeah. you, you can see I made it. Like I did it, and um, and you said you were going to, and you did. You. Yes. So um, and that was definitely um one of like the happiest days of my life because i mean i had your mom's my mom there my dad was there it was one of the pictures like a picture that i have with both of you guys in it which Mm. is pretty cool um as an adult you know to have that yeah um i got one of those (laughs) (laughs) my mom and dad but anyway it's kind of funny isn't it wild how it it just we just reproduced because mm-hmm. I ha- I was in the same scenario and have you're excited about that picture and so am I you know I'm like I have that one picture you know <laughs> yeah so that was really cool um and then after that we just started to build a relationship like talking on the phone yeah um definitely got better um and but it's in that mix obviously you know uh, my mom and my stepdad had separated so the yeah. home life was chaotic while wow, I'm building a relationship with you just different it's yeah wild. No, it's, yeah it's wild and you're um, sending me stuff about like God and like because yeah. you were in um, school at the time I believe yeah. and you would send me all these things like you know like listen to what Jesus has to say like look mm-hmm. at all these cool things I'm learning and you know I obviously I wasn't raised in church but my grandma, I, she was a very firm believer. So I always saw her praying before we even drove off the lot. She would mm. pray before she mm. would drive off. So I saw, you know, what prayer could do. Yeah. And, um, oh, that's dope. Yeah. So, so when I would get those letters, I'd be like, hmm, you know, like, maybe this is good. Like, maybe, you know, maybe he's got something to say. Like, maybe this is... Obviously, if he's changing, if, like, something good, it's got to come from something good, something yeah. major, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, so, uh, I mean, fast-forwarding um, how I got to Texas was one day, I, I've never called you for help or anything, yeah. but I remember I, I, like, needed help. Like, I just, I didn't know what to do anymore. I remember I called you, yeah. and at first you didn't pick up, so I was like, <sighs> You know, like, oh man, like, what the heck? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but then you called me back, and um, that was the first time that you were like, you know, maybe this crazy moment is God telling you that you need to, you know, maybe it's time for a new chapter in your life. Maybe it's time to start fresh. Like, obviously, we're building a relationship, so come to Texas, come see, see how it mm-hmm. is. Like, mm-hmm. we, you can start fresh. Like, and you were so willing to help me. Yeah. Um, which was so awesome oh yeah <laughs> uh. well yeah because you know i'm like uh, on this side of it like it's super dope that obviously uh, obviously anything i've ever done I- even though i'm not making excuses for it but it was just my perspective it's just my belief like it's just who i was right yeah. 
but I, I remember so many moments like with you and Jonathan and stuff, just like where I wanted to be a dad. I, I kind of wanted a, a way out, but somehow I would just stay trapped because mm -hmm. I, I just really didn't know how and I didn't know anybody that, that would talk to me about getting out. You know what I mean? Everybody around me was talking to me about how to stay in and how to not get caught, but it just kept me there. You know, mm -hmm. it wasn't like I had somebody like, hey, until I got to prison the last time, you know? Mm -hmm. So I hear you say that and, you know, I, I don't know, just the little leap of joy and, you know, the inner, you know. Yeah, and, and it's crazy that you say that because, you know, you think that being like checked out or all those things like it, I mean it, it was detrimental in my life but it also like that was like my life motto I guess I didn't want anybody to ever feel like the pain or hurt that I had felt so that's why I mean I'm always like nice to people and like mm. you know like I, I always try to be friends with like the people that nobody wants to be friends with because it's wild how God yeah. turns things, mm -hmm. all things around for the, you know, those are, it's, it's just wild. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it worked out at the end. Yeah, so you get to Texas now, right? And um, what does that look like? Because it's, it is, it's a brand new, fresh yeah. start. Well, and so, uh, I'll just go all the way to like, when do you, because you come, you hear about Jesus, you're in the rain. So when do you get saved? How long have you been saved right now? Surrendered saved, like, yo, I'm, I'm giving my life. Surrendered, save a good year and some change. Okay. Yeah. But um, so the first time I felt like God's presence was when I visited in 2014. Mm. I came for two weeks, um, and this was when you were in the dance studio. Yeah. And um, well, this is that the picture where we're. Or, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is when we were all in that picture. Yeah. Hugging. Yeah. So um, I was raised to not show emotion, like, you know, like you're tough, like you cry behind the scenes. You don't let nobody see that you're hurting or nothing. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, where you were um, calling people to altar, I think, mm. altar call, and uh, I, I don't know who f first started crying or who first walked up, but me, Jay, and Jonathan were all there. And everybody started crying. Mm. And I was kind of just standing mm. there like, like, I don't understand, why is everybody crying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. You're crying and you're like, I don't know what's happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. So I'm standing there and I'm like looking around. I think we made eye contact mm -hmm. and, and then all of a sudden, like, man, the Holy Spirit just boof. And I just couldn't stop crying. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually remember the moment. I remember yeah. the moment. Because I think that was a moment, I think, where Jonathan's, I, I don't know, I had a couple moments with Jonathan, and I guess, you know, you hear that in another episode, mm -hmm. but where, like, he would say something to me, I guess, like, he was healing, and, hey, I'm sorry, Dad, you know, and I think that day he kind of said one of those things to me, and it just kind of brought everybody, it was just super cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, I wish, you know, I could just rewind to that moment every now and then, because it was just a really good moment. Yeah, mm -hmm. it really was. Um, yeah. And uh, we all healed that day, so yeah. uh, that was really cool. And then 2015, a year later, I got baptized mm. by you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a year later, um, I got baptized, and on my own decision, like you didn't force me. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or anything. I just, I really knew that that was the first decision. Obviously other than surrendering, but that was really the first step to yeah. take to start this new life that yeah, I was Yeah, you know, that was the for. day. Yep. 
so um, I got baptized, and I did surrender, but I still like yeah, I was yeah. still like bucking. Well, you, you I guess. weren't renewed renewed mind. Like you yeah. were still yeah yeah. Yeah, I was still, um, you know, still, I guess, thinking my own way. Still, I knew of Jesus and I knew of all these good things, but yeah. I just didn't know how to operate in that sense. My your mind soul's was, not saved mm-hmm. at that moment. Your mind, will, and emotions. Like, you're saved, like, I accepted Jesus, you yeah. know, but then you were still operating a little bit of the... Because you still had to learn how to accept love and how to accept. Yeah, I mean, we, we hadn't really, like, built that foundation yet. Like, yeah. I was still figuring you out, figuring myself out yeah. um, in a new state with new friends and yeah. new people. Like, I didn't know nobody. Yeah. Stephanie was my first friend. Side joke, side joke. That's so true. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's been a wild adventure since then. Just You're like, thanks, Jonathan, for keeping my yeah. friend. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, I was still a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying. But I'm saying now, now he, like, yeah. you're like literally forever like, friend. you know, oh, yeah. forever, forever friend. friend, forever sister, forever <laughs> chef. Yeah. <laughs> forever chef. He's like, uh, cook yeah. for me. <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's dope. So, I mean, and and from accepting Christ to getting baptized, I feel like um, your life journey is what a lot of new believers experience, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's a new, um, you, you surrender, like you said, you surrender, you're like, okay, you know, Jesus, I accept you into my heart, but then you still have to face the battles of, you know, decisions, new thought processes, yeah, totally. you know, the things that you say yes and the things that you say no to, right? And so... Um, now even though you're in a new environment you know you have new friends everything is different and so what is your now your relationship with the lord look like how does that as a new believer how did you yeah. start developing where, that yeah, you where know, you because at? you said yeah how, how did how did you get there and what did that look like mm. where you at um well uh i guess i just like dove in and i just surrounded myself like i just i mean i stuck to stephanie for sure a lot of the time yeah um and I started serving um, on Central back in the day. Woo mm-hmm. boop. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Central TV. <laughs> oh. yeah. So um, yeah, I, I just I didn't know. I didn't know. I just know that I, I had to be in that environment, environment, and I needed to be around people that I knew weren't going to lead me in the wrong direction. And I definitely didn't lead myself in the right direction. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know what direction. So. They seemed like they had, you know, their head on their shoulders. I was just gonna be in that environment. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Realistically, oh. they they had uh, Jesus's head on their shoulders. That's yeah. what makes them go in the right direction. If not, they'd yeah. be just as lost too, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like Amen. basically his head. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna go to commercial break. We're gonna come back. I want to ask uh, when we come back. We're gonna do some of the segments. We're gonna have a little fun, and we're gonna Ooh-hoo. keep it real. We'll be right back. <laughs> We're back. Welcome back, you guys. All right, so we've got... Um, Nina, you're doing great. Nina Martinez in the studio, yes. And Is so, your name Nina? Oh, no, so um, we're keeping it real. So. <laughs> 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 um, my name is actually Janina Martinez. Janina. Yes, that is. Janina. Where did Janina come from? Well, we oh, wanted, okay. I wanted to name her Johnny. Because uh. that was my... <laughs> Johnny, we're back. You know, so yeah. I want to name it Johnny. So uh, 
her mom found Janina, mm-hmm. and that's how that kind of stood. Nice. Yeah. Maybe I would have been like. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were medium. <laughs> okay, look. So here we go. We're gonna go to some segments. Um, but before the segment, you know. Right now, how important you think is the journey? Because I've watched your journey, and now you're on this journey where you're actually doing a lot of soul work. How important you think uh, the journey of healing as a person uh, is, uh, according to what you're experiencing? I think it's as important as breathing. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, healing and taking the step to heal. Um, I forgot who said this. Maybe it was you or a, a preaching that I've seen. But you're not in control of, you know, all the pains and everything that's happened to you. But you yeah. are in control of your healing. And you are in control of, um, you know, how you are going to come out of that and yeah. how, your, how your life is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I definitely think it's super important to figure out, like, the root of why you are the way you yeah. are. and. I mean, I'm in a change group right now, so... Yeah, that's really good. So we're going to probably talk about that here in a minute, that exact thing. And I think it's really important that you say that because I was just telling somebody yesterday, I go, hey, you know, like when people don't... Even reading the Bible. Yeah. um, If you, you know, people are real critical because usually they have a lens that they read through Mm -hmm. and that's how they filter and that's Mm -hmm. what they see. So they... Uh, rather than allowing the word to interpret them, they interpret the word according to their filter. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important to heal because then you'll reproduce the thing that's unhealed, kind of like catching a cold. Oh, yeah. And everybody will be like, achoo, 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 you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, do the first segment. All right, so we're going to kick it off with Dear Younger Me. You mm. know? So we like to do the uh, Back to the Future, Stick You in the DeLorean, take us back to a younger version of yourself. Um, what were you like? Uh, what age were you? And if you could give yourself a piece of advice to that younger Nina, what would you tell her? Mm, okay. Um, well, I would go back to the age, um, let's say 18. Mm-hmm. 18. 18. Um, because I had just moved over here. Um, I was just starting out my life uh, on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just tell myself, like, be confident in you. Like, stop worrying about what people are saying about you or how people look at you. Like, you're in control of how you feel about yourself. And that should be the only thing that matters. What you think and what God thinks about you. Um, That's good. And don't focus on anything else. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Hey, uh, let me put you back in the DeLorean. <laughs> uh, you know, and I might be, I'm, I'm like, I like pain. <laughs> I like pain. <laughs> I'm like, I must like pain, but. Uh, it didn't hurt enough. <laughs> it Let's didn't do hurt it again. enough. Let's do it again. Um, I'll put you back. What would you say to your dad um, in a moment, maybe, if you had to do it all over again and you can give the little girl advice and your dad. Uh, wants to leave what would you say to him if you could say something to him well obviously I would say stay like um, stay and um, you know like we can work this out like I don't think what's in the world is going to, um, you know, fill you up as much as staying home with your family and seeing Mm. me grow up would be. Like, that's not going to make you happy at the end of the day. But being here with me and getting memories and, like, growing up together, Mm. like, that's going to make you happy. So, thanks. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I, I just think it's always mm -hmm. important mm -hmm. because uh, even if you have a lot of inmates who are dads mm -hmm. and are probably in the middle of that moment yeah. of making a decision, um, they get to hear their little girl say, yeah. hey, you know, I, I, I need you to stay. Mm -hmm. I need you to be that man. You know, I think it's important. You have the um, obviously the privilege and the honor that your your dad is not in the same path that he was before, um, but there's probably people listening, you know, who haven't chose, who have left their children or who were absent in their children's lives and haven't made that decision to return or to be a better father. So, what would you say to the dad who maybe hasn't made that decision to be a better father? That you know, maybe mm. in this pivotal moment that, oh, well, they're already grown. They're 27, they're 24, they're 18. You know, uh, what yeah. do they need me now? What would you say to a dad that hasn't made that decision yet? Because you actually know the dad that did make the decision. Right. So I think uh, from mm -hmm. that viewpoint, what would you say to that dad? Because um, everything's different now, right? never too late and they always need you. Um, mm. It doesn't matter what age, like, if, if you would have never came back into my life, like, there, I definitely wouldn't have healed the way I am healed today. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you played a big part. You making that decision to like, mm -hmm. you know, be a better person and to change, like, that made me a better person. And I mean, thank you. Oh, That's thank good. You. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go to the next one. <laughs> I got her. It's still there, it hasn't fallen. <laughs> Uh, the next one is fear factor. All right, so uh, you're you're we're super proud and super uh, you know excited about your journey um, in developing a personal relationship with Christ. But sometimes there's things that we fear, right? We face something that we're afraid. Maybe it's something that um, has tormented us in the past, or something that's new and we haven't encountered before. So fear factor, uh, share with us something that you were afraid of, or you've been fearful of, and you how you overcome it, or maybe how you're trying to overcome it right now. Um, well, uh, I am fearful of the calling God has for me. Mm. Um, so, uh, I've been marinating on the scripture, like we are all called, but few are chosen. And I definitely believe that God has chosen me and, um, mm. there is a bigger purpose, uh, for my life, not just for me, but for the people in my life and who I'm going to talk to and that's scary <laughs> mm. that that is scary um to know that you know I'm finally like I would say getting comfortable in my own skin mm -hmm. and um you know like okay with the women that I'm becoming and I'm gonna have to crucify some of those things to you know make some more Jesus decisions that's and wow that is intense mm. <sighs> all, all proud parents <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Something uh, similar, right? Uh, well, the next one we're going to kick off is the struggle was real, mm -hmm. right? So share with us um, something that you struggled with or maybe you're currently struggling with and how you're overcoming it. Because, yes, there's a process, there's a journey, there's renewing, you know, there's healing like you've mentioned. And so throughout those things, there's different things that we face, yeah. right? Sometimes there, it, it's a bad habit. Sometimes it's a wrong mindset. So share with uh, people who are listening something that you struggle with and how you're overcoming yeah, it. Yeah, and this is a good moment mm -hmm. to almost rehash the... I stopped it before because I knew you would do the struggle was real. And right now, just to help you with this, maybe in your change group class mm -hmm. where you're working at soul work, what is the thing that you've had to deal with in that change group class? And are you overcoming it and how? 
You with me? <clears throat> yes. So um, I am in the process of overcoming um, my depression and my anger. Mm. Um, so uh, before um, when I would go through things, um, it would hit me really hard and I would just check out and be bedridden and it would be really hard for me to, to get out of bed and even think of why I should carry on. Yeah. Um, but uh, I started doing a change group, which is really doing some soul work and getting into the nitty gritty of why I do that and why I, um, you know, fight or flight, why I mm -hmm. do that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that is, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. How are you, <laughs> how, so you're right on target though of what I wanted you to say. Mm -hmm. So. Um, yeah, you're dealing with anger. What was the other one? Uh, depression. Anger depression. and depression. Okay. So those and are the things so that you struggle with. Yes. And so now you're overcoming them. You're going through change group and that. Yes. What um, are some of the things that you're doing in the change group? Because I want you to pinpoint some of the things that you're doing mm -hmm. while you're what overcoming. Have you what What's different that, you know, because before, obviously, you were going, uh, you know, I remember you were hiding out. You were mm -hmm. doing certain things. What are some of the things that in your healing God is leading you because you're obviously following Jesus in some steps. What are the mm -hmm. steps that you're following that is usually, that is helping you heal? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I mean. What'd you find out? How did you identify, like what'd you find out about your anger? Some of the whys yeah. of what wired you that way. Why I'm angry. Um, I mean, a, a lot of it is just not dealing with it. Uh, okay. Not throwing it under the rug and just, you know, putting on the smile and just caring about my day. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, but sitting down and really reflecting and really, you know, doing open heart surgery and like, nice. why, why, um, why does that get me angry or mm -hmm. why is that rubbing me the wrong way when it's really not that big of a deal? Um, mm. It's just it's really good. Me making it more of a big deal. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so, what would you say your life now is like overcoming that? Like. Uh, you know, because sometimes people just think, boom, it just goes away. And sometimes God delivers, but I feel like he will deliver. Mm -hmm. uh, he has delivered, and then he will deliver again, mm -hmm. right? So that means that we're constantly in a state of being delivered out of something into something that's getting delivered. Yeah. You know, that's just, that really means, mm -hmm. right? And you will con he will constantly keep doing that. So with you, um, what is it, what's your life like now with with overcoming other, some of it? Um, what does it look like? Well, um, I mean, now I can disciple people and I have like a team. I run a coffee station, so like <coughs> uh, I have purpose and I can pour into other people. Nice. I mean, I still have my moments, I still have my days where I'm like, man, this is rough, but um, now it's like I know what I'm fighting for. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I want to put up a fight, I want to put up a good fight. In those days that it, it's more difficult and it's rough now, you know, with all the healing and the growth in your relationship, what? how do you fight those? You guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm just really grateful that I have a group of people that I can lean on. Like, I highly suggest you find your people because if it wasn't for you guys, like, you guys encourage me with when you don't even realize you're encouraging me. Mm. Um, so the overflow really, of encouragement. Yes, <laughs> my cup is definitely overflowed with you guys. Oh, that's um, cool. I appreciate that. Look, awesome. I'm, I know this is the first time we're gonna like reverse to a segment. Mm -hmm. So what, 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 right? That, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna put you back in the DeLorean. Oh. 
So I want to put you back in the DeLorean, and I know, like, you've had, like, what would you say uh, in difficult times going back and speaking to your mom with what you know now, with what you know now, right? So with what you know now, what would you say to your mother? Mm. You are enough. Like, you are enough, and, um, you know, like, don't cloud your mind with the world like god created you exactly the way you are and and you have purpose you you have a daughter and 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 god gave you this daughter and gave you that assignment to be a mother like you know that that is an assignment by god whether you birthed me or didn't like being a mother is an assignment and mm-hmm. and honor that like walk Walk with strength, walk with dignity, walk in, in all that God has given you. Mm. Wow. Nice. Thank you so much for being super vulnerable, mm-hmm. super transparent. Mm-hmm. I love you. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You are a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate just um, everything. You, I mean, you've just completed my life as well. So I, I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for taking a chance because I think sometimes that doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. Like, even though we're all in this journey, like you're you, I took a chance as much as you're taking a chance to make sure that because you could have been like, no, we're not going to build this, you know, but yeah. you're taking a chance every day, actually. So uh, shout out to Nina, Nina. Uh, what would you say just really quickly in like 20 seconds to the girl who felt all those things that you felt, yeah. you know, just give them an encouraging message to, you know, find you themselves again. Um, well, uh, even when you fail, fail forward. Every day is one step at a time. And, um, you know, don't focus on what's happening uh, to you. Focus on what's happening inside of you. Mm, come on. That's really but good. D- come on, Nina. All right. Come on. She's, she's, li- she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> she, she I like was, that. And she's like, I wanted a pop Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gave her the pop Thank you, Nina, for joining us. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to This Is Real. Be sure to watch us on YouTube at This Is Real with Juan Martinez. And if you're looking for a home church, you can visit us at www.getwrapped.tv for all of the information. Or you can write us at PO Box 671-626, Houston, Texas, 77267. And we want to thank all of our partners for making this show possible by showing love and support. And if you'd like to partner with us, you can do that by visiting juanmartinez.tv. And finally, we're going to end the show with the heavy hitter of the week. And this week's heavy hitter, a little Spanish Latin flavor with the song Danzando by Gateway Worship Español. Stick around, stay tuned, and as always, that's a wrap. Juan Martinez from This Is Real. And I'm Stephanie Rave, and we're so glad you joined us. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and turn on your notification bell so you get notified every single time we have a new episode. And don't forget, in Houston, Texas, on 100.7 FM, every single Saturday night, we're on the airwaves from 6.30 to 7.30, man, with real people, real problems, real solutions. The show is rocking. Amen. But not only that, not only is the show rocking, we're also reaching 53 cities 51 state and county jails and prisons and what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them we're bringing them some laughter and some good times and some fire and so uh for that we need some partners so if you want to partner with us please click on the link below and don't forget to follow us on social media hashtag this is real or on any other platforms pastor juan martinez hey that's a wrap peace